Yeah, this is Kid Millions. Uh, play drums and do some singing and various other sundry things in Oneida. Yeah, this is Showtime. I play guitar. So your new album, Rated O, is part of a triptych of albums, which are collectively called Thank Your Parents. And I know that you guys uh, started working on Thank Your Parents in like 2004, 2005. And uh, what you started on eventually became uh, the album Happy New Year. So what is Thank Your Parents? Well, Thank Your Parents was originally going to be a triple album. That was the title of the album that we were making um, in 2005. No. Yeah, the end of 2005, beginning of 2006, that we, we decided we couldn't make it a triple album. So we made it into hap- uh, Happy New Year. So we didn't throw that idea away, but somehow this project evolved into like a three-release concept called Thank Your Parents. I was inspired by the Virgin Prunes, this Irish band. Like They, they like put one title over three or a number of different releases. It was called A New... a new concept of beauty or something like that and it would like included like a 10 inch and a fucking live cassette and like an album and blah 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 so i was like in order to like wrap our heads around thank your parents i was like this is a great model what if we did what if the thank what if these next three albums which seem to like cohere as a piece which would be preteen weaponry rated O, and this third one what if we just called it thank your parents one thing and worked on it like that all right so tell me about rated O. so rated O is like it's like an encyclopedic attempt at encompassing like everything that we're about or what hasn't been kind of represented on album before the wedding and happy new year were kind of these finely quote finally crafted pop style masterpieces yeah thank you (laughs) masterpieces oh so it's like an oneida sampler album it's the whitman sampler for oneida it's pretty much all the chocolate you can eat right and then some it's like a it's like it's like drinking a 50 gallon barrel of what is the mexican chocolate thing Oh, mole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's like a 50-gallon barrel of mole. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Can you tell me about What's Up Jackal, the song we're about to hear right now? What's Up Jackal was from the Thank Your Parents sessions. It was just a jam that we chopped up and did all kinds of shit to, and then Jane threw... A crazy vocal onto it it's fucked up there's like an octagon on it do you know what that you know those things it's a uh, early keyboard instrument that uses like a like a light disc to it's like a LP size and it uses light and each track is red on each key it's like a weird Mellotron but it's but it was like way way more geared towards like a home kind of goofy user versus uh, actual studio thing. (laughs) 
So, who came up with the title? Because that's it's a serious title. Of Rated O? Yeah, Rated O. Oh, I think that was a... That was the in the Shannon... Well, it was in the airport in Ireland waiting for Fitz for seven hours <laughs> to pick our asses up and take us to Cork like a tour manager should. Is what when that came up? That's when you have these crazy ideas. Is because you're waiting in an airport in Ireland from six a.m. till two in the afternoon. Because but you've been assured by your good friend <laughs> that it's gonna be the sweetest six hours because the best bar in all of Ireland happens to be in Shannon Airport and it's open twenty four hours a day on a Thursday or whatever. Dude, it wasn't open. So how do you know if something's rated O? I mean, it's it's kind of weird because you only realize something is rated O way later. <laughs> that's, that's one definite epistemological quality of being rated O, is it's not something that like is knowable or discoverable at the time. It's something that you kind of look back on it's a pro- it's like a self reflection and you look back on something that you did and you're like <laughs> that is incredibly rated right o yeah. <laughs> so, self reflection through a broken mirror yeah so like yeah i mean you you just know right but it's it's never clear at the time it's not it's that sort of a quality that impresses like upon your you impress upon yourself while you're doing it so tell me a bit about "I Will Haunt You," uh, the track we're about to listen to. I mean, it's one of the it's one of the more like distinct songs on the album. I guess "Dis Two is more songy. I think it was a real standard Oneida the song that was written standard Oneida way. We had a riff, we played it for a while, threw in a change, threw in another change. What's that? The the funny change at the end you go up like a full step yeah, or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um there was a lot of time put into that i feel like barry really kind of stepped up and put a lot of barry hours in <laughs> you know like humoring all kinds of ideas and and uh a lot of like uh maybe yeah maybe maybe three of us finished the mix i don't really remember i just remember spending a lot of time like 
on the details and every time like coming back to this song and realizing there was more and more in it but tiny little things and like somehow it all got taken care of and nothing really got forgotten
Now, Anita's been together for like 11 years, but Showtime, you've only been in the band for a couple of years. When did you join? 2006. 2006. But that was like a lark. That was like a lark. <laughs> that was like I was, they were on tour. Right. And I was just getting, you know, hounded <laughs> via text message, which was cutting edge technology. Really hip in 2006. And like, and it was oh, like, dude, yes. <laughs> you were text. They were texting me on tour, being like, "Meet us in Austin in two weeks at this barbecue joint. <laughs> Learn these thirty songs." <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, really? I'll do it." Because I didn't. I was out of work, and I didn't have shit to do. And I love Oneida, of course. I was like fucking i just kind of i kind of feel like felt like i called them on it <laughs> and just showed up at the barbecue joint and then an hour later while i was rapping with like sam or whatever the dude's name was in in uh who owns the barbecue joint in austin oh, yeah, the, they walked in and everyone was like dude <laughs> <laughs> and it was great i remember we got to emos and Right before we went on stage, I got handed a set list, and I recognized pretty much everything on it, except for the first song, <laughs> of course. And I'm like, whoa, what's the, hey, Bobby, what's the first song? And he just kind of, we're like about to go on stage. And he's like, oh, that's just a jam. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm like, I haven't jammed, you know, at this point. I've been playing in the models, you know, like, I haven't jammed, like, since I was born. And they're like, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, is there something I need to know about? Is there, like, a key? And dude just turns around, and he puts his arm around me, and he's like, hey, dude, you're going to be all right. <laughs> just, I'm just like, okay, here we go. It was great. It's a great experience. So the last track we're going to be listening to today is called Saturday. Can you guys uh, tell me a bit about it? I think Saturday was actually just, I think it was like a title that we threw up because, surprise, we recorded it on a Saturday. Clever. <laughs> real, real clever. I think it was me, me and Bobby and Shaheen. Okay, okay. I mean, I don't know if there's anything radical to say about that. Oh, Jane's part. <laughs> Jane is like the crazy soloing throughout the whole song, which is awesome. He like came in and was like, I'm hearing this like really thin, like kind of distant, like, yeah, like crazy guitar solo. I, I was like unsure of that direction. But um, it also kind of sounds like, I don't know, like a funkadelic solo or something. It's just really far away and just constant soloing, and it's so funny. <laughs> it's just very Jane. I mean, it's just like kind of the, if you want Jane, you got him on that song, Saturday. It's just like a constant solo. <laughs> Which is beautiful. Yeah. 
Bobby now lives in Boston, and that's been the way. It's been that way for four years. Okay, and he and Jane both just had kids fairly recently. Um, how does that affect your ability to write songs and record music <laughs> and tour? I mean, I mean, how is it changing Oneida? Well, it's definitely changing the way we operate. Honestly, it's kind of it's kind of welcome. I think we're all growing up a little bit it's it's good for the oh you know it's like an expanding it's always an expanding circle and i mean right now it's just you know we have a farm team that we're able to draft from (laughs) basically it's like you can only find so many show times out there you know how many years have these guys been in brooklyn and like how many people have really been in the O? not that many But sometimes, you know, you got to start thinking ahead. Because the O does... Yeah, the next 15 to 50 years of of the O, where is, you know, where are the fresh ideas going to come from? (laughs) And uh, I think there's... (laughs) I mean, there's... (laughs) Clearly not from us. But it's just, um, you know, some of the band has decided to step up and you know expand that circle and really think about the future <laughs> so how long before they're uh how long before they're part of the band oh jane was talking about using his his son as a as a slide <laughs> on the next like on saturday <laughs> <laughs>